I think them niggas is scared of us Flexing but only for cameras Nothing these niggas could do to us Who the fuck can they compare to us? Nothing these niggas could say to us I let them stare if they stare at us Look at my chain, I embarrass them Fuck it, it ain't no comparison these niggas ain't Welcome back everybody, this is the All Things Sports Podcast uh, Episode 11 um, We haven't titled it yet, but it might be titled Baltimore 40, Dolphin 0 at this point what you think, Danny? By the way, you guys noticed my co-host, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Who else? <laughs> so uh, yeah, shout out to the Dolphins. No, shout out to the great fans job, great that are still. <laughs> shout out to the fans that are still in Baltimore cheering the Ravens like it's a good game right now. Shout out to Joe Flacco for being able to stand up. He has a ring, guys. <laughs> He's elite. Did you order uh <laughs> order the, the pancakes? <laughs> right here, right here. Flacco meme. Hashtag Flacco meme. Some new shit. So, you know, it's been a crazy week in sports, as always. Um the Yankees don't have a manager right now. Uh the Dodgers and the Astros are going buck wild in the World Series. Saquon Barkley is looking like Saquon Barkley. Um, He's going to be a New York Jet next year. The Dolphins are looking like the Dolphins. No, I mean, they played a good game versus the Jets last week, but... I mean, this they, played a, they played a good... They had a good comeback. I'm not going to say they played a good game. They didn't play a good game. They let the, Dol- they let the Jets score 28. 14, was it? Did they win 28-14 or did they win? It was 28-14 and they came back and they ended up winning 31-28. There's that. So. And they give up the 40 piece. <laughs> to Baltimore. Baltimore has 14 on defense with a pick six from C.J. Mosley and Jimmy Smith, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Alex Collins has like 100 rushing yards on the Shout defense. out to the waiver wire. Once again. Week two. Well, second week. That yeah. comes through for you. Well, Amari Cooper is just off the bench. So we should start doing like a your own fantasy segment. You know, oh, I got you guys. Start telling right? people who the hell to pick. I'm I'm like a I'm a wizard now. Like I'm about to go play the Powerball. <laughs> uh, I picked up the Ravens D this week. Started them. They got me 27 points right now. Two pick sixes. Okay. Liddy. All I know is that I haven't even Liddy. opened. I haven't even opened. Well, I was going to say I haven't opened my ESPN Fantasy app. And the reason why is because I had to restore my phone. Right. So I don't even have the app. So as I speak, I'm going to download my ESPN Fantasy app back so I can set my lineup. Because I haven't set my lineup. I haven't seen. I didn't even check if I had people in the game. Well, no. I don't have anybody from the Ravens or the Dolphins. I try not to draft from Baltimore or Miami. Right. The only player worth having from either of these teams is probably Juice. Or, or nobody. Devon, or Devontae no, Parker. I have Parker. Parker's Parker, hurt. When he's healthy, week. of course. He's never healthy. And when he is, he doesn't get the ball thrown to him because Jay Cutler's his quarterback. Which you would assume otherwise. You know, I thought Jay Cutler was going to come in this year and feed him the ball. Like, right. super feed him the ball and just start launching it. He, he's not taking shots. Well, he took a shot last week. He got a cracked rib, but he's not taking shots downfield. Yeah, he's had his his moments, but 
when not a, you not know a you know what you know what to expect when you yeah, when Jay you start Jay Cutler. <laughs> I've been watching him the past decade when we used to play him twice a year. Yeah, you know what to expect. He would, we used to love playing against his Bears because that was two easy dubs. Yeah, but Brandon Marshall used to. It was Brandon Marshall, J- Jay Cutler, Matt Forte, Devin Hester, Brian Erlacher was on that team. Yep, Charles Tillman. They, had, they, had a nice they did have a squad. They had a, a decent offensive line. Um, they had somebody on the defensive line, too. That's, and they had that, that one linebacker. I forgot his name. Dark skin, buddy. But They had Julius Peppers for a few years, too. Yeah, they did. And then, oh. he, and then he joined the dark side. <laughs> A.K.A. the right side. The right side. The pack side. The right, the, like alt-right side? Or? No. <laughs> Yo, so let's get into some uh, some NFL. We're already talking about the NFL. So I did want to get into last Monday uh, Monday night's game, which was the Eagles-Redskins game, and how great Carson Wentz has been all year, and specifically in that game. Um, he's thrown as many touchdowns as any Philadelphia quarterback has in the first seven games of a season, and I think it was. I think he's got seventeen right yeah, now, with only like four picks. Insane. He and threw think, four touchdowns. I think he threw he's four touchdowns like, on Monday. Yeah, with like one fumble. And they were so all the four, four different, four different receivers. Nelson Aguilar caught one. Zach Ertz caught one. Their backup running back caught one. Not Smallwood. I forgot his last, his other name. Uh, his Corey other Clement. Name. Yeah, from I said Wisconsin. His other name. He's a Badger. Yeah. He's so, and uh, who was the fourth? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, probably Tory Smith or Alshon or somebody. Oh no, it was actually a rookie who scored his first touchdown on that bomb, that deep bomb that he threw. Oh, okay, I remember that one. Yeah, I saw yeah. that play. Yeah, yeah. So, Carson Wentz has led the Eagles to a six and one record, and they face the 49ers this week. Oof. Safe to say, seven and one. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Seven and one. The Redskins play the Cowboys, so that's a division loss for one of them. Right. Um, that should be a good game. I think the Cowboys are going to win that game, and I think they're in Washington, actually, if I'm not mistaken. We'll get into the you know one reason why picks right. in a little, a little bit later on. Uh, but that NFC East is interesting because you know the Giants obviously started what on five. Mm-hmm. They're what two and they're one and six or two and. I want to say they've only won one game. Yeah, I don't think they're out they there. They beat winning. the Broncos. I don't think they're out there winning games with that roster, unless you're playing Denver. Not even with that wide receiving core. Yeah, nobody. Ghost Town. They should trade for Martavius. <laughs> but then it's like, do you keep him next year as a fourth receiver? Yeah, I'd say so. But ain't nothing wrong with having four good receivers. Look at Green it's Bay. Not, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, yeah, I can't argue that. I I think it would be you know advantageous to the Giants because you have Shepard, you have Marshall, right. you have Odell, or send him to the Bears. That's what they, they would, need I, help I too. Heard that, yeah. I heard that. Or the, the Bills. Bears, the Bears. These teams that don't have a wide receiver, shit. The Colts need to go after his ass. But we need to focus on getting our defense better. Right. Um, getting our you know we need a good pass rusher. We don't have a good pass rusher, and we don't even have a good starting. Inside linebacker. Well, two inside linebackers because we played a 3-4. But, yeah, I think Chris Ballard, his focus is on the defense right now. So, 
Who knows? Who knows? I mean, at this rate, it looks like we're going to finish off, you know, probably one of the four worst teams in the league, try to scoop up a good draft pick. Um, it's crazy. Like, I try not to think about it, but say the Colts did get the first, you know, first pick, which if we did, I'd be embarrassed because that means the Browns would have won <laughs> more than two games right. at this point. Um, but it's like, even if we did, say we did get the number one pick, uh, Saquon Barkley obviously projected he can possibly be you know running back first round pick Mm -hmm. first draft pick um i don't know if the colts do that i don't know if we go after the best pass rusher i don't know if we go after the best o-lineman but to me it's like at number one you take the best available like player best available player if you got like the fourth pick or like the third pick and the best player is gone then it's like all right even the second pick but First pick of the draft, I don't feel like it. I mean, you just got to pick the most talented motherfucker yeah. in the pool. Yeah, like Joe rate. Thomas got picked number one because look at him. You know what I mean? Ten years straight, number one pick. No I remember, snaps I remember when the when the um, when the Browns drafted him. He didn't. It's so, it's such a shame. He tore his ACL. So and that brings us into the injury talk we were having. So. You know, last week we were speaking about, you know, Aaron Rodgers and his collarbone injury, which they said that he had how many? 13 screws put in. That's insane. He'll be throwing the ball. Now he's going to be balling. (laughs) You thought Aaron Rodgers was balling? (laughs) That boy ain't did shit. He's going to be throwing the ball again in six weeks. That boy got a bionic arm. How is he going to throw the ball in six weeks and Andrew Luck hasn't thrown the ball in like six years? I mean, I understand. So, I no, I don't. I don't. Thirteen screws, and you're about to throw the ball in six weeks. So you got to take the cast off and just. Fucking we all know Rodgers has superhuman bone healing ability. Yeah. So he's going to be back. He is eligible to return uh, for the Week 15 matchup against Carolina. That do we you have. do it though? I don't know. I, I think it all depends. If I don't Brett, think if your Brett season Hundley, gets there. I don't think if Brett season... Hundley can keep us in the playoff race. But I think I think they go for it. Good. But if not. I think you just call the season a wrap. Minnesota's playing really good right now. Um, Detroit is playing, you know, they they started off really good. Now they're playing a little flat. They're trying to find that groove. They play Pittsburgh on Sunday night. So there's a chance for them to spark it back up. And they're at home, I think. So I just don't see Brett Hundley taking that offense, you know. Like, he has the confidence. They just need to pass the ball more. Aaron Jones is going to run the ball. We've seen it. And Hundley has the confidence. I'm not worried about that. He reminds me of a of a Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. Comfortable. Well, Jacoby Brissett's not so comfortable. He's just really confident because he's smart. And he he's knows, also and, he, and he knows how to throw the ball. He knows right. how to play, you know? Right. So if you know how to play, you just got to go out there and execute. I mean, Brett's got all these weapons around him. He's just got – they got to throw the ball. Yeah, you guys got Devontae Adams, Jordan Delson, Randall Cobb, Aaron Jones. And you think with, with like, the way, especially Aaron Jones, you know, he's on the map now. Like, this like this young boy is balling, and he's out here rushing for over 130 yards. You'd think that opened the pass game up. You got to throw the ball. I mean, Grant, I do understand versus Minnesota. You know, you at, on the road, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. You bring Hundley in the midst of the season. That's a different okay. story because the but Vikings, we know they're Preparing defense. for the Saints' atrocious defense – I understand that you're going to have to try to compete with them in the scoring. What was the score of that game? 26 to 17. It's not like they even lit it That's up. That's two touchdowns. 
You scored only two touchdowns. Yeah. You'll never beat the Saints scoring 14 points. No. Ever. Not when Drew Brees and you got Mark Ingram and Alvin And Drew Brees is what? 40 years old? He's like 38 years old. He's an old motherfucker, man. So that just goes to show you that I don't think you guys are going to make the playoffs, even though I wish you would, but. I think it all depends on how how Brett plays. If he can keep us in the playoff race, I think Rodgers comes back. If not, just call it a wrap. So Come back for 2018. We were we were talking about, you know, we started talking about the Packers and everything because we spoke about the injuries. So with this Joe Thomas injury, does that end his career? I don't think it does. No? I, yeah, I think he has a lot of pride. I think he has a lot of dignity to where he wouldn't want to. The only thing that I feel is keeping me out is, like, does he want to go through another season of Browns? Like, this dude, we're talking about the most, so, consistent, so loyal, the most consistent NFL player. Literally of all time. Comes to work every day, <laughs> plays every single game, literally, every snap he has to, and he gets injured and you know all of a sudden his career is in limbo now not to say that the injury was career threatening right but you put into the factor you you factor in that uh you're he's 32 years old like you just mentioned to me um off camera or off microphone (laughs) but which is not super old you know left tackle um but he is taking a beating every day he is, you know, he, he has put the mileage on. He doesn't right. take a week off. He doesn't miss practice. He, doesn't, he missed zero snaps for a decade. That's... That's like... Uh, who does that? <laughs> Joe Thomas does. So, me, I think he comes back next year because he has that in his heart. And, you know, like I said, you did mention the age. He's not old. He's not old. So, it's not his age. It's not that the injury is not going to let him play again. It's just... Does he, Does he find the motivation to come again, come to work and and work for the Cleveland Browns? Does he does he do it because he wants to? Does he do it because he feels like he has to? I think that he like I said, he has a lot of dignity and he's a prideful man that, you know, shows that he works hard and and does what he needs to do. So I think he'll be back next year in a Cleveland uniform. Even if he decides to leave, I don't think he really owes them anything. Yeah, definitely not. I think they owe him 10 wins. Yeah. Joe Thomas has played over 10,000 snaps of football, and I don't think the Browns since 2007 has won 15 games. They might. Have, how many games have the Browns won since 2007? I got it. They might win one or two Before the end of the show, I'm going to find that answer out. They might win one or two a season. Yeah, I think their best season from 2007 was like maybe like five wins. That's amazing. <laughs> five wins. If the Browns had five wins now. That's like winning the Super Bowl. Definitely. So that just goes to show that, like I said, Dante Hightower is out for the rest of the year. That hurts the Patriots' mm-hmm. already atrocious defense. They lost Jamie Collins last year. They're losing another star linebacker. You know, their cornerbacks. Stuff. They signed Gilmore over the summer. And he hasn't, he's been virtually he hasn't invisible. Been I haven't. Malcolm Butler, Super Bowl hero, lockdown corner coming into the league or coming into this year, I guess. Where, who? I'm not going to say I told you so, but I know I told a lot of people out there that he's very overrated. Malcolm Butler? Yeah. Just because he had one fucking broken play in the Super it Bowl. It shows. Doesn't mean shit. It shows. Um, 
Oh, I just looked it up. The Browns actually won seven games in 2014. Seven. In 2014? Manziel. 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 Money, Manziel. <laughs> That's what it was. No wonder. And then they got rid of And they want to say Manziel was the worst thing ever. Bro, they brought you fucking seven wins. That's crazy. So. And they won ten games in 2007. Okay, so his rookie year they won ten games. Ten, and then four, five, five, four, five, four, seven, three, one, zero this year so far. Zero oh, and seven. They about won be, one game last oh year. Eight. Yeah, they won one game. Last Did year. you see their game this year, or this year? <laughs> did you see their game last week? They played yeah. Tennessee twelve to nine in overtime. And did you watch the overtime? No. I was so right. they go to overtime, right? And first of all, they're down nine six. They they kick a field goal. They tie it up. Send it to overtime. Uh, Titans get the ball, they don't score. Cleveland gets the ball, they don't score. Titans get the ball, and it's a 47-yard field goal. Ryan Suckup has, like, made consecutively – he has, a, a, like, a good stat that he has made, like, consecutive free, th- uh, free throws. Free wow. throw. He's close. Those are free throws for kickers, <laughs> um, you know. Consecutive field goal attempts. And they ice him, and he misses the kick. So they come out of the timeout, and he kicks it, drills it right down the middle, oh, sends him baby. home. It's like... He's nice with it. Hugh Jackson. And who do you blame there? Like, that's just the football gods are really... Getting, I think they're paying for sins that's from, like, Jim Brown days or some shit. Like, Jim Brown was too good. We need some of them wins back. <laughs> just, just wait till Josh Gordon comes back. Just wait. So does he have to go to the Browns? Or do they get, like, first dibs instead of the worst team in the league? I don't know. Like, Josh Gordon's back, guys. Who wants him? Uh, out of the Browns, 49ers, Colts, and Dolphins at this point. He, <laughs> um, if, Carson, it was, if it was between going to the Dolphins or staying fucking out of the league, <laughs> nah, I'm not coming back. So, two years ago, it's funny. Two years ago, um, Carson was a quarterback who was playing in, for a chance to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC Championship versus Cam. Two years later, Carson gets his arm broken. Yep. Carson Palmer, that is. And the Drew Stanton era has begun. I'm wondering, does that call it quits for Carson Palmer? Once again, I do feel like he's a prideful man. Obviously, he doesn't want to quit because he's old as hell and he's not performing as he was, but he's still, you know, he's still pushing through. But does do the Cardinals tell him, you know, we, we need to go in another direction? Do the Cardinals tell him, you know, look, we're fucking glad you're out. <laughs> you know, like in a in, in nice term. Well, but we saw Bruce Arians is already, he's not coming back for 2018. I didn't they, see that. Yeah. I didn't see They came see out that. and yeah, they said what? he's not returning as the head coach next year. Yo, if he comes and coaches the Colts, bro, it'd be lit. Coach the Colts again, dog. It will be Bruce Arians. I'm going to send this to your email. We need you, bro, because John Gruden is not going to coach us. Um, Hell no. Bruce Arians, offensive mastermind. Come. All right. That just hyped me (laughs) up. It's lit. Bruce Arians uh, to Indy tweets are going live right now. What's his Twitter? They might move on. What's his Twitter? I'm about to spam his ass. He probably doesn't have a Twitter. At Bruce Arians 1. And How 15. old is Carson Palmer? He's got to be almost 40 now. He, yeah, I think he's And he like, just broke his arm. How long does it take a 40-year-old to repair their broken arm? 
I don't know, bro. That shit just might be just broken. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, you, this, this shit ain't fixable. Like, Carson, Carson Palmer goes to the doctor, urgent care, and he's like, yeah, I think my arm's broken. They're like, yeah, well, we took a look at your resume, and yeah, there's nothing we can do about this one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, the Cardinals paid the urgent care to tell him that so they didn't have to worry about him coming back for his position. Right. Um, Fucking Cardinals owner paying the doctors under the table. <laughs> hey, bro, just tell him he can't come back, bro. That's funny. But to get back to what you were asking, um, Palmer's 37. 37. So he's, be, like, he's almost there. He'll be 38 before the end of the year. He's at Drew. So his birthday will be while he's on IR with a broken yeah, arm. Yeah. So that sucks. Birth. I don't know if I see him coming back. They might they might try and move on. Maybe they draft a quarterback this year. I don't know who. Possible. But there's, yeah, I don't I don't no, really see unless they Lamar take, unless, Jackson. Yo. <laughs> all right, that'll be lit. Nah, he's not well, he might yeah, he'd fall. He'll fall. He's gonna fall. He's not gonna be a top ten pick. Nah, probably not. I mean he has he top ten be. talent. He yeah, he be. has top ten talent. And it's like these people are saying, you know, oh you know, because you look at like a Michael Vick, you look at like a Tyrod Taylor. And obviously, you're going to think about that pick before you make it. But the athleticism and the ability to make defenders miss is it's not fake. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The, the ability to stay in the pocket and, and throw dimes, okay, you know, work on that. But the ability to naturally just make defenders miss like, like, like nothing, barely even moving, barely running fast. That's that's Michael Vick had that, and as bad as a thrower that Michael Vick you you want to call him on the run. Michael Vick had a cannon first of all. So you run a deep ball seventy Mark yards. Mark Jackson has that cannon exactly. So now you see him on his like on his fucking back leg, boom, sixty five yard fucking throw, and that's not even like taking into account the fucking um, yards after the catch from the receiver. This man, the ball is floating for over sixty yards. Off his back foot. Yeah, and the receiver just running and, and catches the ball in stride. That's what went went through that that bomb to mm-hmm. that rookie. Yo, yeah. rookie was running full speed. Didn't didn't stop once. Didn't take a, a short step. He ran full speed and in stride, just extended his arms and the ball was there and the end zone was five yards in front of him. And all these idiots who call themselves fucking football scouts and all these motherfuckers who work for these NFL teams, they they're all talking about, oh, they should convert Lamar Jackson to wide receiver. They should do this. That's what happened with no. Denard Robinson. And it's like, first of all, How's as that good as De- yeah, one. Two, as good as Denard Robinson is, has was in college, it's crazy. Like crazy that I'm saying this, but Lamar Jackson makes him look like a little bro. Mm-hmm. And De- Denard Robinson was shoelace. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Denard Robinson out of Deerfield High School, Broward County. Um, but Lamar Jackson's the truth, bro. Yeah, there's no denying his. his In a skill. perfect world, he should go top ten. Yeah, I would. There are a lot of teams out there who need a quarterback, and he's a good quarterback to gamble on because he's fun. One. Now you draft, you need a quarterback, and you draft Lamar Lamar Jackson, right? Instead of the other, you know, Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen. These pocket quarterbacks. I fuck with Rosen, though. No, Rosen's good quarterback. Nice it, Both of them are good. He's no Lamar Jackson. But if you have the seventh pick of the draft and you're stuck between Josh Rosen, is I'm wondering if Josh Rosen's coming out this year. I think he is. I'm not sure. 
But he probably will. Say he does, right? You have the option to pick between Lamar Jackson and Josh Rosen. Now you pick Josh Rosen, and you might be set. You know, you might be set for the future in a better way. You might. I'm not going to say you will. I'm not going to say you won't. But that excitement that comes with Lamar Jackson's draft, like once you once that crowd hears Lamar Jackson, blank. Look at Houston with Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. The he's, guy can run. The guy can. He makes you want to look. Now, you, Jared Goff. Nobody cares to watch him play football. I don't care to watch him play football. He's playing good this year. I think he's nice. He got him. thrown into a situation, a bad situation last year, and I mean, he got drafted into a bad situation because he, you know, number one. That's pick. only because Jeff Fisher was still there. Now and that he's and got, because he's a number one pick. Yeah. So, but look how Deshaun Watson is making the most. When he got thrown into the rut, because he's actually a great quarterback. Like he's he's a great quarterback, yeah. and he will be. He college will college be. football fans were were telling these NFL these NFL guys like, hey, listen, don't sleep. On he Deshaun runs, Watson. and the thing is, okay, you might he's look at him like a runner, deal. but that's Clemson. Clemson is you know option run, option pass, quarterback sneak, quarterback draw, quarterback hand. Like Deshaun Watson was the focal point of the offense and when they needed to use Wayne Gallman they used him when they needed to use Mike Williams obviously they had Mike Williams but Deshaun Watson is making the just obviously because he's a quarterback but it's his decision where the play goes at the end of the day with those options and they didn't win a national championship and beat the defending national champions that haven't lost two games in the last three years that's 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 a not a fluke. That's Deshaun fluke. Watson, four hundred yards in the championship, what four touchdowns? Like, ugh, bro. And now his game has translated beautifully into the NFL. Balling on New England on the road, when Belichick kills quarterback rookies, balled on Tennessee and put up fifty-seven points. Like, I could be making this up, but you guys will Google this and just be like, yeah, Deshaun. And Watson. it's crazy because the Browns. Granted, not not saying I don't know if Deshaun Watson would or uh, Carson Wentz would have performed the same way if they were in that if, right. in the Brown situation, but they passed on these guys. <laughs> the crazy thing is, they wouldn't because the Browns haven't done anything to help themselves. Right. Like, okay, you draft Deshaun Kaiser, and. I think Deshaun Kaiser could be a good quarterback in the NFL, pretty solid quarterback, but he's not ready. And he wasn't ready coming out of Notre Dame. So I think he had he he's physically ready, right. but his skill set is not Deshaun Watson. His skill set's not even a Mitch Trubisky, in my opinion. Now, you pick Mitch Trubisky over Deshaun Watson. Look at the season he's having as a first of all, he, he Deshaun neither of them started but Deshaun Watson got his crack first, obviously because of coaching. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike Glennon shouldn't have started one, and I don't think he should have played as long as he did. Right. But Tom Savage messed up, what was it, week two? And they got him up out of there. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun Watson came in, held it down, and then the next week started, started balling. So it's like, now, what you said about Wentz, this is the reason I brought this up. Because you said you don't know if the situation would have been the same had Cleveland maybe drafted Carson Wentz. Now, Carson Wentz had a solid year last year, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty good year last year. For a rookie quarterback, um, playing for an Eagles team with a poor secondary, 
um, you know, lining up a lot of big plays, no running back. They had Ryan Matthews and Darren Sproles right. last year. Okay, what do you do? We have number one draft pick talent. You need to put talent around talent to win. They go and get Torrey Smith. They go and get um, Alshon Jeffrey. LeGarrette Blunt. They got LeGarrette Blunt. Corey Clement out of Wisconsin. Now, and they draft Derek Barnett, a pass rusher. So those, what, five moves right there this offseason? Mm-hmm. First of all, LeGarrette Blunt led the league in touchdowns last year as a runner for the New England Patriots, who won the Super Bowl. Second of all... That was a big move. They second, got an elite running back. <laughs> when they had nothing. They had, and, and Darren Sproles went out this year with a torn ACL and a broken arm in the same play. Yeah. Yeah. So, LeGarrette Blunt is big. Like, That's simultaneously. Big. Smallwood is holding it down when he has to. Clement is holding it down when he has to. And Wentz is going to do the rest. Now, look at this situation. Jason Peters goes out. Torres ACL out for the season. In many cases, that uh, hurts. an average quarterback is not going to get you through that situation. You know, you lose your star left tackle. Come on. And now they have like a rookie Arguably him. literally the best left tackle yeah. of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Look at, just look at the stats. Yeah. And he was undrafted. <laughs> he was undrafted. So crazy. I hope he comes back better and Wentz has that. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Shout out to Jason Peters. Wentz has that. Andrew Luck style where he can make something out of nothing. Andrew Luck has never had an offensive line. Never. And Andrew Luck, if you, just look at the stats. I'm not going to say it. Just look at the stats. The picks are there, yes. But look how many times he's gotten sacked. Look how many times he's gotten hit and rushed. Look how many touchdowns he's I'm pretty he's sure thrown. he's been sacked since he, since he came in the league in 2012. I'm pretty sure he's been sacked more times than even Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill's been, career Tannehill's type. been sacked. A yeah, lot. it's it's bad. So, what I'm saying is, the, some sometimes you have a player that can handle his own, like a Carson Wentz. But if Jared Goff was playing for the Eagles and Jason Peters goes out, and that backside is is left to a rookie, no con that confidence is completely gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Carson Wentz is like, all right, you know, like we we got to move on. Um, try to sack me. I'm going to act like I'm down, and then I'm going to go run for 17 yards. I don't understand. So, big shout-out to Carson Wentz. Shout-out to Philadelphia. Shout-out to Pennsylvania. Shout-out to Bethlehem. Shout-out to Allentown. You already know. Anyway. Wentz is, Wentz is looking really Wentz-Sylvania. good. It's Wentz-Sylvania. It's lit. Wentz-Sylvania. It's lit. Um, did you see Simeon Rice tweeting at the Bucks? No. Ex, you, Simeon Rice was the ex pass rusher for the Bucks back like Warren Sapp days, like uh-huh. him and Warren Sapp. Uh, he was tweeting them like pictures, like "Yo, if you guys need a pass rusher, like I'm ready." Like this dude's been out of the league for ten years <laughs> since 2007, and he's he, he's quote unquote ready. So he's like, "Look, I can take you guys to the playoffs." <laughs> that was something quick I wanted to throw out there uh, as we watch a a poodle eat another poodle's. Getting his ass ate at halftime. <laughs> half oh, Charles Barkley sniffing ass on TV. Man woke up with pink eye. <laughs> that nigga got pink face and pink quilts. <laughs> <laughs> the dog got even a little bit of hint of pink on him. God, Charles, what are you doing? What is you doing, baby? Um, is there anything else football to talk about? I'm trying yeah, to get into this basketball, right? too. We got a bunch of, bunch of basketball. Some, some real Miami, quick. Okay, Miami real quick. Talk. What I did want to say 
was, no, I wanted to ask, do you think the Dolphins are going to pay Jarvis Landry? I think, personally, I think if, if they don't want, if the Dolphins franchise does not want these fans to run them out of town, you give Jarvis yeah. Landry that fucking money. That's the, so, so that's what I wanted to get to real quick. The answer is they have to. Literally, they have they to. They have to. He is the brightest spot in, like, that the Dolphins have and had in the entire 2000s. And, yeah. Like, literally since Dan Marino. I don't, like, everybody <laughs> else in this organization is fucking trash except Rashad Jones. Nah, that, that offensive line coach, he was pretty lit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, was, nah. he, he was lit. <laughs> nah, but what I'm saying is I think the Dolphins have to. Even if they don't want to, or if they do want to, I think they have to. Devontae Parker is not what they've expected. He hasn't, he's been unhealthy. He's inconsistent. As much as I, I love, I know the dude personally. He's a cool dude. He's a mm-hmm. good guy. He's a baller. He's a jump over, you go get the ball. He's an animal, but he just can't stay healthy. It's a shame, too. And it's a reoccurring injury. So it's not like, you know, you know he hurt his ankle today. You know, he did this tomorrow. He it's just a hamstring, and he can't get it right. I hope he does, and I hope he makes his money in Miami. I hope Miami pays him and sees him for what he can be because he's still young. Yeah. He's still, you know, got his whole career ahead of him, and hopefully the Dolphins can put a healthy, good offensive line in front of another good quarterback because I don't even think Ryan Tannehill should be playing quarterback in Miami right now. Obviously, the Dolphins fans do. He had a solid year last year, whatever. I just personally I don't know, bro. I'm sick of I'm sick of this 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 circle that the Dolphins go through. Obviously last year they made the playoffs and but and they and we all knew they weren't gonna Tannehill, make Tannehill, noise. You know we all knew got that. hurt, but they were playing the Steelers. Yeah. And the Steelers were not playing games. I remember the first play first series, A A, a- B mm-hmm. touchdown. Next series, touchdown. Like, maybe maybe they fucking Trade up and take Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, they won't even. They probably won't even have dark, to trade up. Dark horse hot take. They'll probably have a top ten pick. So that's basically the answer I wanted to get out of you. I wanted to hear that Dolphins kind of have no choice at this. I point. think they should, and, and, and I do just, think they should. Personally. I think they just have to. I don't. And I think he's an extreme talent. He's one. He plays multiple positions because he's on special teams. He can play the slot and he can play the X. You know. So, he's a top three slot receiver in the NFL, and he's a top except when, ten. Except when Matt Moore's thrown in, the and ball. he's a top ten, one or two receiver, maybe even top eight. You know, I'd say so. Because yards after the catch, <laughs> hands, um, not giving up. These little things, you know, that you look at these wide receivers like. Um, I mean, he's almost got. Odell's gonna go. Odell's gonna go out of bounds on the sideline. Jarvis Landry's gonna put his shoulder down. Yep. But Odell's better than Jarvis Landry. You know what I mean? And then Juice will go from sideline to the other sideline, yeah. take it around, fifty yards, touchdown. That's the type of player he is. Exactly. He doesn't give up. He don't quit. He doesn't and, give up. And that's whether he's playing on special teams. That's whether he's playing on you know wide receiver. Whether he's getting a jet sweep out the backfield. They should just put him. He at quarterback. will never give up on a play. Nope. Facts. 
And it's not one of those cliche things like, oh, the guy, our guys never give up. This man legitimately does not ever give up. Never. He's a, he's a baller straight up. So with all this Dolphins talk and South, I guess we'll just stay in the South Florida sports region. <clears throat> let's, let's switch over to the hardwood. Did you get a chance to watch the game against the Spurs? Uh, yeah. I watched that I shit. was frustrated. Start to finish. I watched it from like, probably like nine minutes left in the first quarter. So pretty, pretty, pretty starty. Starty time through the first two and a half quarters. I I realistically thought we had a chance. We, um, we match up perfectly with we the came Spurs. out of the second half. Sorry, we came out of the second half good too. So it was like probably until it was like eight, seven minutes into the third quarter that yeah. I was like, uh, it's getting you know, it's getting ugly. Yeah, because you, you, you looked away for one second, next thing you know, the heater down 15, then 18. And it was. What originally messes up was that Ginobili three, because I think we we had the lead down. We got it. Oh, down. he just pulled up and from he, like yeah, four or five feet behind the line. Pulled up and it was like a demoralizing three. And then I think they got to stop and they hit another shot. So Ginobili hit back to back threes. And but then, when Aldridge is playing like that, it's it's going to be hard regardless. He made James Johnson. He made Bam Adebayo. Who shout out to Bam Adebayo got his first career start. Yeah, obviously with Hassan Whiteside out that's another thing Hassan Whiteside didn't play yeah so he should be back Saturday against the I want to play the Spurs with Hassan that'd be fun I want to see LaMarcus Aldridge versus Hassan Whiteside even though they probably well they would probably start James Johnson on him but you got to realize that that boy wasn't playing he was making shots he was making shots only Whiteside could effect because of how tall and long he is paused because Bam Adebayo jumping James Johnson reaching his you know full stretch jumping it's it's not getting in his way Audrey's shot is way too high and it's way too pure to let a hand affect it he was pissing me off Three years, seventy-two million. Aldridge, he was pissing me off. He could I, not miss. I was so glad. I was like, "Yo, how the fuck are all these shots going in?" Every time it left his hand, wet, wet, wet. I was like, "Bruh, he doesn't miss." Him and Pop really had that talk. For real, for real. He was like, "I'm just gonna." Pop was like, "I'm just gonna sit back, let him do his thing." And now he's put up over twenty in the first four games for them. They're four and zero without Kawhi. About to be 5-0 and with whoever the fuck they play next. <laughs> For real. Which will be the first time the Spurs have ever started 5-0. and there was some, Ever. There was something I noticed yesterday that Popovich does. I mean, I didn't notice it yesterday, but I, I realized I compared it. Because when the Heat are doing bad, Spo calls a... You know, he's quick to call timeouts, but he's also... He'll leave the players in that are, you know, struggling. Mm-hmm. He wants them to overcome that struggle. Pop, you mess up on a play, you're not hustling, or you're walking up the court. He's taking you out. He'll call a timeout just to take you out. Yep. And chew you out on the sideline. Even if he just puts you yeah. in 45 waste, seconds. He'll waste earlier. the timeout. He'll he'll, you know, he's gonna make his point know that you're the reason why we're not playing the way we should be, and I'm taking you out to, you know, fix the situation. So um, you know, Miami did end up losing that game, unfortunately. But I, I love 
playing the Spurs though. We the way like the the way the Heat. I think it's really it's like Spo and Pop. Like yeah, those are like that's a good matchup the, right there. Yeah, like especially the way that they have their have their teams play. It's just it's 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 like beautiful basketball to watch. Right, it really is. It really is. But because um, it's 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 very disciplined. It's hardworking, and it's it's going to be a competitive game from right. start to finish. Right. That's and I mean, Pop you know, we saw the Spurs pull away at the end, and we started at the um, as the fourth was going. Yeah, on. we caught. We started oh chipping at it a God. little bit, but then we just couldn't we get couldn't, any stops. We couldn't stop. Couldn't yeah, we couldn't stops. stop them. Um, and then pissed. we saw the brothers Johnson combine for forty-four points. Tyler was on. Tyler fire, had that bro. monster dunk. Listen, Tyler Johnson will dunk on you. I, I cocked that joint back and banged on him. <laughs> That shit was nice. Cocked that joint back and banged on him. He from New York? Uh, Is he from New York? Yeah, he's from Harlem. You can fucking tell. Yeah, that was that video was the first time I ever heard his voice. He had a (laughs) I I cocked that joint back and I banged on him. Shit was nice, right? (laughs) Shit was nice, right? I fuck with James. Ugly ass we the North hat on. Yeah. But those were in the the bad days. When he was on Toronto. I can't believe... That boy glowed I, up. For real. He lost like 30 pounds when he came here. Um, I'm trying to lose 30 pounds. I wasn't that disappointed in Josh Richardson. Granted, he had zero right. points and or two points and fouled out because he was playing very good defense all night. Yeah. The only thing is that I did see his shot, you know, a little flat. Everything he was shooting was hitting the front of the rim. Yeah. And it was like a little rushed. He wasn't setting his feet. I don't know if I don't know if he was jittery because he was on ESPN. Uh, I wanted to see, especially after the way he played against, um, I want to say the Hawks. Yeah. Wayne Ellington. Yeah. Why didn't Spo put Wayne? I mean, I'm not going to question Spo because I know you know how Spo. I questioned it. it though. You know how Spo does it though. He like the first 15, 20 games yeah. of the season. That's when he's he's evaluating. That's when he's working out he's all his all his rotations yeah. and shit. And then the rest of the year. It's going ham. Yeah. Like, you already so, know what's but, going down. I mean, Wayne Ellington hit six threes in the second quarter. But then... You're not even going to try to put him in? But then he didn't hit a three in the second half. I know. Then he missed, like, his next, like... Uh, but I, I would have definitely given him some minutes there. Yeah. I mean... When you're trying to chip away at that lead... You need some threes. Yeah, you need threes. Space the floor. And plus, all you need to do... We were spacing the floor because we were attacking the basket good. And... Getting a lot of good points in the paint. We, just couldn't, just, we couldn't stop them. Did we you see towards score, the end of the game how James Johnson was just taking Aldridge? He didn't. Aldridge wasn't even playing defense. He scored like ten points, like ten straight points so, in the fourth. Whatever. Um, where does uh, where does Eric Bledsoe end up? It's good you know, to have to wait. I know. I heard this. This whole thing is very interesting. By the yeah, way, my, my my boy told me because I think the Suns need to clean house. They got to get rid of the GM. They already started. I know they got to get rid of that GM because because of him publicly attacking Eric Bledsoe in the media. He he like lowered the value of getting any Free decent um, value like any decent like assets in return for Eric Bledsoe right. when if and uh, when they trade him because Eric Bledsoe is twenty seven years old and he's obviously one of the best guards in the league. No question. And it was obvious he was disgruntled guards, yeah. over the summer. He wanted, you know, he he's not very happy in Phoenix right now. Right. They're going through a rebuilding process. And this dude used to play with John Wall, Kentucky, and Boogie Cousins. Yeah. He don't want to play with Tyler Ulis. 
And Devin Booker, sorry. No. And Alex Lynn. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and the fact that their GM, I don't know what his name is, um, would go out and like public and like publicly so like just, a, just open like everything up to the world. world. It was like Cardi B and Offset. He's opening up every all the details um, out to the world, and that only hurts you because you're you're like lowering the value of Eric Bledsoe. You're lowering his trade and value. of your franchise. That too, like because who the fuck, who wants who's to gonna want to come play for you, bro? But I know I know we heard um, I heard Denver and Milwaukee so far in the running about okay. possible trades. Obviously, Cleveland's in the running, but I don't think that goes through. A, you know, Isaiah Thomas, um, Derrick Rose. If, yeah, if I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily they, a good fit. Isn't in Cleveland. like Jose Calderon on that team too? So. If anything, Cleveland should only go after a center right now, which I think they they got to trade that uh, that. That pick for Boogie Cousins. Yeah, you um, still, you still. I'm on still it. on that, but I um, hope he. I hope to God they don't. I think the Bucks might be a, a landing spot for Eric Bledsoe. Imagine him and Giannis. Yeah, you know, maybe if they if they trade last year's Rookie of the Year, um, Malcolm Brogdon, and then maybe throw in Jabari Parker, or even um, Delvadova and Jabari Parker. I, I think the salaries match up right. there. That could be a, a good move. And then I know you mentioned if Denver were to. Or I think Denver offered it, I believe. No, um, no. It, I, I it was heard, just a rumor. I, yeah, it wasn't even a rumor. It was like, what do you think type. Okay. Um, and that was Emmanuel Moutier and Kenneth Fareed for Bledsoe. That's, but that puts – that's a good – to me, that's a solid yeah. trade for both teams too because – As a Utah fan, that hurts us. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd like to see Eric Bledsoe in a Denver uniform playing I think that Gary I think that'd Harris. be cool. Adding Eric Bledsoe – and Paul Millsap and and Kenneth Fareed. Oh no, no, no! Sorry, and, Kenneth and getting, Fareed. Well, and getting rid of Kenneth Fareed. He obviously yeah. we know he doesn't want to be there with the signing of My uh, Paul Millsap. But I think Denver would be a good landing spot. He'd definitely make Denver a playoff team. Milwaukee, he right. would definitely make Milwaukee right. better. Um, I mean, we'll see. I think they definitely. I think the Suns definitely could have gotten more for him had they not made it public made this whole thing about him being yeah they made it like a social media yeah and that that only hurts them and we'll see i did want to ask you what you think about stephen curry tossing his saliva infested mouth guard towards the nba referee um and what (laughs) do you think would happen had that been draymond green had that been boogie cousins or even uh, Russell Westbrook, who, you know, they, all these three guys play with fire. These three guys are very emotional. Um, obviously, Boogie and Draymond are a little more out of control than Russ. Right. More outspoken and whatnot. Uh, yeah, you can call it outspoken or out of control. Um, so what? Ha- how, how do you feel about that situation? I can tell you right now. <laughs> If DeMarcus Cousins threw his fucking yeah. mouthpiece in the direction, it, even if it was just in the direction of a referee, that's aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Definitely, if, <laughs> He's not getting a slap on the wrist or, like they New, gave Steph. If it's a home game, New Orleans Police Department is pulling up on the court with a car. Squad car on the court. They're taking his ass away. Whoop, whoop. Like Boogie Cousins now exiting the game due to uh, felony arrest. You know, people think. To market. I might hurt some feelings. I don't know if any, we have any of those annoying Golden State bandwagons who listen to this shit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, 
you might want to cover your ears, but Steph Steph Curry's not this little sweetheart that everybody right. that people think he is. He's a fucking dick. <laughs> He's an <laughs> asshole. And it like yeah he like he 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 talks trash but mm. I don't know if it's cause like he's light skinned and he gets a pass. I think he's just so good. That too, like obviously he's like bro, one of the best players in the league. But the the talent that Steph Curry brings, it's unmatchable. It's and I mean you have to be an asshole at that point. Like but like he's an asshole. If he did, if he did that shit on me, I slap it? him in the face. LeBron James is an asshole. Dwayne Wade's an asshole. Kobe was an asshole. Right, uh, KG and they're assholes an because asshole. you can't do shit. Boogie's about an asshole. It. You can't do can't shit. Can't guard about that. It. Can't guard that. Uh, John Wall's an asshole. But, but this, on is, the this court, is also not the first time the that he's thrown his mouth. Yeah, yeah. First so of all, why fact, do you even have to throw your mouth? Why do you have to throw anything? It's like a tantrum. Look at that ref just slip. right. He's a fucking baby, bro. You don't have to throw shit. He's been hang, he's been hanging out with KD too much. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to act like a fucking child because speaking you didn't of get which, a call. KD did get ejected with Curry that night. And we saw him flicking off a fan when he was uh, walking off. He was pointing at his middle finger <laughs> for whatever reason. And like, they had Josh Jackson unloading a clip on a fan. Doof, 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 Josh Jackson's a real sound, one. He's a like, real one. Sound, they should put that Kendrick Lamar sound bite. That I hop out that thing and be like doof, doof, doof. <laughs> and uh, uh, fucking KD can brag about his one ring all he wants. We know the reason why he has that ring. We know how he got that ring because he took the easy way out. Yeah. He can't. He there's nothing he can say about it. You joined a team that won seventy three games and ended worse. They've already lost two games this year. <laughs> they already lost they, two games. They're this definitely year. not going seventy. They're definitely not going eighty two and zero. No, but. Uh, I know the Heat are going 80-2. and two. I'll, I'll say that. Um, but getting back to your original question, if it was literally anybody but Steph. Literally I, anybody I, but like Steph. He, he, Steph got a slap on the wrist. He got the Tom Brady treatment. Yeah, especially if, if that was DeMarcus Cousins. They're, they're taking him away in the, in the, Fan, in the back of the Fans a, are running on the court. Oh, my God. Trying to trying to hold him back. That shit will turn into Malice at the Palace. Yeah. I know you remember that shit. Hell, yeah. I was damn. We was probably like, I was watching that like game live. Fourth when that shit grade. Yeah, how was, was like that? I was, that was oh four. I was ten years old when that shit happened. Same. I was watching that game. Yeah, Hell yeah, I, I remember that. They they let Steph Steven, off easy. Stephen Jackson stole a fan. How do you forget that? Hell yeah. You go to a basketball game, get your ass split by an NBA player, <laughs> and then you get banned from the arena That's for crazy, life. Crazy, bro. But yeah, I think I, it, he's all, he was also a repeat offender. He got, it's not the first time he did he it. He got banned from the arena, so is he allowed in the New Pistons arena now? The Little Caesars arena? <laughs> Shit. Like, they, nah, nah, that was the malice at the palace. That ain't the fucking pizzeria fight. Chill. I ain't get banned from the that's pizzeria. That's not the palace. I know you um, you saw the pictures of the the stands in the New Pistons arena. Nah. Bruh, there was, there's been like 10 people at the game. Wow. The whole game. This shit's crazy. They can't get people into that into that stadium. I heard it was because they put it in like a weird part of town that nobody wants to like really drive out there. Okay. Whereas like the the pals at Auburn Hills was in like it was in like a good area. People yeah. didn't mind going out there and whatnot. Um, and the Pistons are playing good basketball too. I know the last the last episode, your cousin asked if we thought the Pistons are going to be a playoff team. I think they're looking like a playoff it's team. Tobias right Harris. Now. Hell yeah. Dropped 34, dropped 30. 30. So, speaking of balling, Lonzo Ball 
versus John Wall last night. I watched that shit. I stayed up and watched that whole game. Um, people say, you know, John Wall won the matchup. He didn't. I don't think he did. The Lakers he, got the dub. Lakers won. And Lonzo Ball was more... I mean, obviously, Wall had 18 points to Lonzo's six. He had 18 points on 22 shots, exactly. though. Exactly. And seven field goals. You saw that one shot in overtime when he tried to, nah. he tried to get the foul. And Lonzo was behind him. Mm-hmm. And he, he, like, he like dribbled up, jumped backwards into Lonzo to try to get the call. And Lonzo was just standing straight up like this. And they didn't call shit. And John Wall, like... Flew to the ground and rolled on it and shit. That's crazy. And you know what's crazy, bro? I don't think when Lavar's going out there and talking his shit, he's not putting pressure on Lonzo. He's he's putting pressure on all of these other point guards that are going up against yeah. Lonzo to go and, and he, show out. Yeah, he's he's like trying to make he's like trying to make these guys really play. Yeah, like here you want to you want to show show out then. And then when they don't, he's like, "See, I told you so." Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, like you got, yeah. you got. Uh, or Marcin, when they lose, you got, um, like Lavar was saying some shit, and then you got Marcin Gortat coming out. Oh, he's gonna bully him for forty-eight like, minutes. When has Marcin Gortat ever got on Twitter and trolled somebody or talked shit about another NBA player? Like, obviously, this guy's dad has you a little. He's concerned. got everybody hurt. He's right? got you a little in your feelings. He's got everybody you feel like hurt. You need to respond. I've like completely changed the way I feel about Lavar. And like, especially as Lonzo's yeah. been like, um, like playing in the pros and whatnot. Now we never, we never knew Lonzo as like a vocal dude. Like right. he, he goes out on the court. He, I don't think I've seen him say a word yet on the court. He just goes out there, plays just his plays. game. He, he keeps his, he like keeps his cool. He stays composed. He's very, he's bull bomb and collected. Bleck- <laughs> that's how he is. He's that's how he is out there. Um, and I will say, um, though the. The Wizards red jerseys with the the Lakers the light blue Minneapolis jerseys did not look that was good. Horrible. It looked like shit. That was I couldn't. That's one reason I didn't watch the whole game. It I like hurt not, my eyes. Yeah, I could that not focus on. First of all, when they wear those jerseys, they're supposed to paint the court. Yeah, like how we saw the Bucks did yeah. with the Mecca. Like Which, that really, would have been cool. They they have baby blue and yellow jerseys, and they have a purple and gold basketball court. And the other team is red, white, and blue. Who's home? <laughs> where, where, where is this other team playing from? But um, as we uh, pause here for a moment, we check back in to update everyone and let everybody know that the Pelicans have a one-point lead over the Kings with 10 minutes and 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Uh, at one point, they were down 20. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, in other basketball news... I wish the Heat could come back from being down 20. The Celtics got revenge on the Bucks and returned their favor that the Bucks gave the Celtics on Game 2 of mm-hmm. the year when they went into the uh, TD Garden and handed the Celtics uh, back-to-back losses to open up uh, this season. Speaking of losses, we just saw Blake Griffin... At the buzzer. Torched. The Blazers. How you torch the Blazers? How you blaze past the Blazers? How you blaze the Blazers, bro? <laughs> Damn, them boys blazing. David Stern said he, um, they want to lift 
the ban on uh, medicinal marijuana in the NBA. Obviously, he's not he the fucking commissioner yeah, anymore. He, he was on Undisputed with Al Harrington. I guess Al Harrington's like out there somewhere growing like growing know. weed and shit now. And he thinks that they need to remove it from the banned substances list. Is he? He does? He, he said that shit. You know who, who's on some shit like that? Um, which I do agree with uh, David Stern. I think Adam Silver should look into it. I think Adam Silver already looked into in, it. In, the, in one of the earlier pods, Adam Silver said the same thing. Yeah. 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 So, and, that, you know, we cool. speak about it with football as well. I mean, obviously, Roger Goodell's a fucking clown, but as a good commissioner, it's definitely something you have to have an open ear to, as everything should be. You, you want to fucking look into making a rule that makes the players stand up for an anthem, but you can't look into. Seeing how medical marijuana can be positive for NFL players. And literally save these guys' lives. So, like I was saying, uh, John Sally is another ex-NBA weed connoisseur. So, I saw him on Viceland. I think it was on this show called called Bong Appetit. So, you guys can go check that out. Um, Everything on Viceland is fine. It is, bro. Everything on Viceland Everything. is fine. Everything. They got... It uh, sucks, though. I don't even get it because I have um, the 140 channel package on Xfinity mm-hmm. and Viceland's on... Like the 210. You gotta get the 141 package. Right. Advice. Like, um, I'll pay like five bucks a month just to watch Vice Land. Honestly, if I could ever give it. you some advice, advice to your cable cable. <laughs> <laughs> How much they pay you to say that? Uh, we, we have a Vice Land sponsorship? <laughs> now, we'll, I, think, I think they're listening, so. What's up, Action Bronson? What's up, Vice Land fucking producer? <laughs> D- <laughs> fucking Jesus and Mero paycheck signer. Ooh. Shit, get me a show. Hell yeah. Um, let me let me on Jesus and Meryl. <laughs> With that being said, let's get into those one reason why NFL picks. All right, bro. Let me pull up. Let me pull up. We got some questions coming let's up. Pull up too. We also got you know best and worst thing we've seen this week. So with week eight here, uh, the Dolphins just got handed the. Worst whooping of the week so far on Thursday night. That uh, that forty piece McNuggets for ten bucks. So, let's start off with my one reason why um, the Dolphins are gonna lose to the Ravens because I watched it. I think they're gonna lose forty to nothing. All right, we'll we'll check back next Thursday <laughs> see how we did. Now, nah, but um, real deal. We got a London game this week. Vikings Browns. Vikings. One reason why? Other defense. The, Bron- <laughs> the, the Browns haven't won all season, and they're not going to do it against the Vikings. Yeah. Not going to waste if time. If there was any team that they'd have a chance against, it's not Minnesota. This was a game that I was I was, I was, I don't know who to, I don't know who to go with. Raiders, Bills. The Bills just lost a tough game at home versus Tampa Bay in, over- in overtime. I think it was in overtime. Um, and the Raiders just won a game on the last play of the game last week versus one of the best teams in the league, um, which is the Chiefs. So both of these teams coming into this week um, needing a win. The Bills obviously can stay in contention for first place in the AFC East. Right. Uh, with the Dolphins' loss, with uh, the Jets will probably lose. They play versus uh, the Falcons this week. So. And the Patriots play Patriots on a bye this week? No, they play the Chargers this week. 
So yeah. I think if the Bills want to stay alive, they they gotta they gotta get the. But win. if the Raiders want to stay alive, they do as well. And I think at the end of the day, the Raiders are a better team than the Bills. So that's my one reason why. I'll agree with that. And hopefully, Amari Cooper has a decent game <laughs> this start week. Him. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. You gonna start him? Hell yeah, I'm starting him. He better not have that one point, two point ass bullshit that he had <laughs> the first six weeks of the fucking season. Right. So. Because then I'm dropping him. Colts, Bengals, um, Colts. It's my squad. I think Marlon Mack is gonna ball. How about that? I hope. How about that? There's my one reason why. Marlon Mack. There we go. And because... What the fuck is the Bengals head coach's name? Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis. He does... He refuses to play his his like his best running back whenever they're working. When Joe Mixon's out there looking like a fucking monster, he's, he's going to go ahead and put in Jeremy Hill or Gio Bernard. I don't know how he still has a how job. How does he still have a job? He should have got fired when I was when 12 o- years when old. When Ocho Cinco left... Anyways, Chargers Patriots. Uh, the Chargers are coming off of a good win, divisional win versus the Broncos, fourteen zero um, defensive game. And the Patriots are coming off of a route in Atlanta. Yep, that game was. I just don't think that I game was embarrassing. Tom Brady's playing like an MVP again. So there's there's my reason. Uh, Patriots win. Tom Brady just shines too hard. I think I think this one might be a shootout. I think that one might be a shootout because Brady obviously doesn't matter what defense he's going up against. He's gonna he's gonna get you points. Right. But the fact that the Patriots have virtually no defense at all, and the Chargers have some weapons on offense. I think I think Melvin Gordon might have a might have a really nice game. He can. So we'll see. We'll see. Um. Bears, Saints. The Saints go up against another NFC North team this week. I, I remember this uh, matchup. The reason I'm going to pick the Saints in this game is because the Saints score too many points and the Bears have, can't score. Yeah, they have Jordan um, Howard and that's it. They have Mitch Trubisky who came in. You know, he's solid, but the only reason they beat... He completed two passes last week. The only he, reason they beat he Carolina only four passes. was like, how do you how do you go into a game saying that we're gonna throw four passes today? Four pass plays. Eddie Jackson had two touchdowns. That's why yeah. they that's why they won. You know why? Because he's from Broward. Because he, he played at Bama with Haha. He went to Dillard. That's why. So, yeah, I don't think the um, I don't think the Bears can score fucking fourteen points on the Saints. I think Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara are going to fuck. I think they might both have over 100 rushing yards. Okay. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. Falcons, Jets. Falcons. Because the Jets are playing pretty good this year, but they're not good. Get it right. They're playing good. They're not good. The Jets are not a good team. The Falcons are. Falcons are playing bad, but they are a good team. The Jets are playing good, but they're a bad team. Tomorrow, those two meet, and the better team is going to win. Okay. Thank you. Don't sleep on, <laughs> don't sleep on the Jets. I know they blew that yeah, lead Luke, against Luke Miami. Luke McCown but... or Josh McCown or Jake McCown or Brandon McCown or whatever the fuck his name is. 
and get his ass rocked. 49ers-Eagles. We already went over this. Pennsylvania, it's a takeover. Philadelphia ain't playing. Kyle Shanahan doesn't know. The Niners know to, aren't playing either. Doesn't know how to call a play. Literally. This quarterback fucking sucks. There's too many reasons. I think I just gave you like four reasons, so yeah. you already know. Four reasons why yeah, we're changing right? the name. <laughs> this is another good matchup here. It's the last one o'clock game. Um, Panthers are gonna go to Tampa Bay and try to beat their division rivals. Nice NFC stuff. I think matchup. they do. I think they do because Cam Newton has just been playing poor, like poor. Yeah. And I don't think it, it holds up. I don't. I think Tampa Bay's secondary is weak. And if they don't get a, a good rush by Chris Baker and Gerald McCoy, I think Cam's going to eat them up. Who yeah. you got? I don't know. I'm kind of liking Tampa. I've been I've been watching Jameis like this Tampa. year. I like Tampa. I've been watching Jameis this year. They have a... Complete wide receiving core yeah. along with Cam Bray. They have a complete who ha- who's having a breakout season. They have a this complete year. offense. They do. They do. Cam Bray, Jordan Doug Howard, Martin back. Doug Martin, Jameis Winston, uh, Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, uh, Bobo Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a complete offense. I think it might be too much for the Panthers. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Texans Seahawks. Seahawks. That's gonna be a good game. Seahawks at home. Is tough. I'm going Texans. <sighs> Why? Because fuck the Seahawks. I think they're booty cheeks. You think Deshaun Watson's going to go to Seattle and get his first career win in Seattle? Yep. You know what? Me too. Yep. Fuck it. I just, I just said that and I, I saw it. Yep. I saw it. I see Deshaun Watson. I'm confident. Because the lights go on and Deshaun Watson. He shows up when the lights go yeah. on. So there's that. Um, Cowboys Redskins, another NFC East divisional game. We mentioned this one earlier. Good um, game. Both these teams are three and three. Like I said, both of them are three and three. Redskins are at home, but I think not having Josh Norman out there really hurts them. Yeah, we saw that and against Philly. Especially on a divisional game. I, I'm going to go Cowboys. Zeke's going to be able to play. Dak Prescott's impressive still. Zeke killed He's me thrown like five interceptions. Year. In his last, like, ever. It's insane. <laughs> he doesn't really mess up like that. So I'm going to go Cowboys. And then um, Sunday night game, Steelers-Lions. I'm going to go Steelers. I know they don't have Martavis. They're leaving him because he's suspended. Yeah, but they got Juju. But they got Juju. The Rook. They got AB. They got Le'Veon, the, the, the man with the golden arm. They got the best running back and the best wide <laughs> receiver. It's all up to Big Ben. That's what it comes down to, especially against the Lions D, who's very, very, very underrated. All right. You know why? You know why I'm going to go Steelers over the Lions? You would think the Lions have home field advantage, but... Ben sucks on the road. But Ben won Super Bowl forty. He won... In Detroit. They played at Ford Field? Yeah. Versus Seahawks. Versus Seahawks. Maybe it's a little something in the... You know, something is turf. Okay. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Man. I gotta figure something out. Um, Monday night, good game. Broncos Chiefs. Who you got? I'm taking the Chiefs. Kareem Hunt once again is my reason. I don't think Trevor Simeon's got it. Okay, that's a better reason than mine because I'm just saying Kareem Hunt. But I truly do think Kareem Hunt's gonna take over the game. All you gotta do is state the obvious. 
But Kareem Hunt, yeah. That's obvious as well. I don't think Trevor Simeon, especially versus that Chiefs defense. So yeah, there's nah. that. Your bye weeks this week: uh, Green Bay, Titans, Rams, Giants, Cardinals, Jaguars. You know, shout out to the Rams and shout out to Jacksonville. I think yo, I think they're both. You remember top we were 10 talking teams. last week and we were like, yo, they should put that game on Sunday night. I was like, I was like, they should take off the. Um, what game was on Sunday night? That was a trash ass game last week. Shit, I don't even fucking remember. Anyways, I was like, look, they need to switch it. Put this, and you were like, yeah, they should put that um, Rams Jacksonville, bro. I've been on my shit lately, bro. Jacksonville. <laughs> What was it? The Rams scored on their first possession. The kickoff. Kickoff. And, and then, then Jacksonville and then Fournette. Fournette. Yeah. Gets they, a touchdown. Both teams scored within like the first 20 Jeez. seconds of the game. I was like, yo, this is That was actually lit. two weeks ago, I think. Because that was the weekend I was in Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. yeah that was two like, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. There goes those uh, one I think they're both why. top 10 teams in the league, though. The Rams and the Jags. I think right the Jags now, defense puts right them now. in the top 10 right now. It's just Blake Bortles, man. They're, gonna, they're literally... I know. It, it all... Yeah. They need to... Address that. Blake. Sign Kaepernick. What you doing? Um, but, yeah, their defense, they look they um, they look like they might be the first team. I don't know if it's the first team ever or the first team in a long, long time that will lead the league in sacks, picks, and there's one more thing that I don't Fumbles. remember. Sacks, picks, and something. Like all three of these things. And the Jags are currently in first for all three categories. I mean, Calais Campbell, Jalen Ramsey, Telvin Smith, who they just re-signed. They got Paul Puzlesny still. Um, is that... I wonder if that... Sean Derek Mark... What's his name? Sean Derek Marks? Defensive lineman? I don't know. Who's their nose tackle? Anyways, they're doing damage. They are. They got, their um, defense is Barry Church from Dallas. Yeah, their defense is for fucking real. Yeah. Like in fantasy, I won't even play anybody in the in the pass game who's going up against the Jags. I can't. Their their defense is too ruthless. Yeah. So there goes that um, one reason why NFL picks. Uh, we're gonna get into some questions. And now it's funny. We. It's funny. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> we we didn't even have any questions from this week. Um, I'll blame myself for that, but. We did remember that we left out a couple questions from last week. Uh, first question, they're both from Justin, but the first question is, uh, it, when it's all said and done, do you think that LeBron will have a place on the NBA Mount Rushmore? Uh, me, personally, yes. I think he's there now. I think what he's done since he's come in the league at a, as an 18-year-old, uh, he's been to what seven straight finals. Yep. He's won it'll three. Be, it'll be his eighth this year. <laughs> he's won three of them. Um, his playoff numbers are ridiculous. His finals numbers are even more ridiculous. Uh, his MVP, what, four-time MVP, uh-huh. robbed of a couple. Yeah. So D Rose, D Rose, twenty thirteen. But he robbed Wade. In 2009. He did. He, so did, he did rob That's the makeup. But, yeah, NBA. NBA <laughs> All right, you got me there. Yeah, NBA Mount Rushmore definitely includes LeBron James as of right now. That's And that's before it's all said and done. What do you think? You know, I'm, honestly, I'm going to have to agree. And even right now, yeah, but when it's all said and done, 
listen, when it's all said and done, LeBron's like 32 right now. Or 33. He might be turning 33. I know his birthday's right around Christmas. Um, oh. He, when he retires, whenever that is, because he's a cyborg, he will be literally, he'll be top five in points scored, assists, rebounds, wins. Bro, he's minutes, almost like, he's like, like finals what he, appearances. What is he in points scored right now? He's like seven? He's like seven, six. He's almost in the top yeah, five already. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Not to mention, like, he, like, uh, he on does o- everything. O- he does, he's too smart. He can pass. He can. I mean, he's not a shooter, but he can. He shoot. started at point guard against Brooklyn. They had him start and run the point. And he got a triple double. Yeah. So. Like he, um, I think if you don't think he's gonna be in on the Mount Rushmore basketball, you're, you're a on, hater. You're on crack. <laughs> like in my best Stephen A. Smith voice, like lay off the weed. <laughs> lay off the weed. <laughs> So uh, the second question he followed up with was, who do you have on the NBA Mount Rushmore right now? And I'll let you kick off. Oh. How many? There's four heads. Real quick, before I I didn't want to interrupt you. I'm watching the post-game interview with uh, Boogie Cousins, and I do notice the Warriors or the former Warriors sideline reporter What's her name? Like, I don't know her. It's name. that little light skinned lady. Um, she's on TNT now. Yeah. So she fucking glowed up. That's what's up. She's not just on the local, uh, the local team anymore. She's Bo- out here on TNT. Boogie Cousins dropped forty one, twenty three boards and off, six assists. What ten or twelve shooting? That that was his free throws. He was ten oh, or twelve okay, from okay. the free throw line. Yeah. So he dropped. Nice return for him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We knew he was gonna. We knew he was gonna. Yeah, ball. Sacramento. He, he's had it out for him. He's been waiting. He had this circled on his calendar. Anthony Davis couldn't be more proud of him right now. Gave him a big ass hug. Damn. When That's they get, why when, they, when they get Rondo back. You saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they get Rondo back, it's gonna, gonna be a problem. So, look at Chris Webber there. Back in Sacramento. My dog Marv Albert. Anyways, we're off topic here. But that's what we like to do. We like to get off topic here. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> like, your, like your middle school social studies teacher. <laughs> Everybody had him. Everybody had that one. Um, Mine used to tell me he was going on trips with his wife on his motorcycle across <laughs> the country. I swear to God. Anyways. All right. All right. So how many heads are on Mount Rushmore? Four? Four. Okay. Who am I putting up there? Michael Jordan. LeBron James. Larry Bird. Because he's white. Because he's white. Because he's white. And he did what he did as a white boy. You got to get respect for that. Hmm. Regardless, somebody's getting snubbed. Multiple people are getting snubbed. Yeah. Because you throw Magic Johnson. It all depends on who you ask. If you you ask me and you give me your four, I'll say somebody gets snubbed. Exactly. It might not be the same person you think got snubbed. Okay, I don't put Bird, right? But then it's like, I put Bill Russell and then Michael Rappaport's going to be like, that motherfucker didn't play fucking basketball motherfucker LeBron. That motherfucker played with motherfucking paperboys. Motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> play against the milkman. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> and, I, I, like I said, I threw Larry Bird in there because he's white. And it's... it's Yes, because he's white. Wow, bro. Yeah, bro. Um, and Wow, bro. Yeah, 
This is a tough one, though. So it's definitely LeBron and it's definitely Jordan on there. Magic Johnson. Who, who, I do who, see Magic Johnson, his face being carved as we speak. And uh, look at Kareem, bro. I was going to say, I think you got to look at one of those dudes on look the Lakers. Kareem. One of those yeah, old that, that ass motherfuckers. Was... You look at Kareem, you look at Wilt. I think even even though Wilt played in the 1840s, you still gotta <laughs> fucking put him up there. It's crazy though. That's, I don't that's I don't tough. think Magic goes up there. I don't think Bird because like Jordan just outshined him. Yeah, yeah. I think me personally, I probably put Shaq up there because in my in my opinion, Dominance. in my opinion, Shaq was the most dominant player of all time. That's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. Yeah, Shaq 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 gets a seat. I like realistically, I gotta put Shaq up there because nobody could stop him in his prime. But it's like you're not even putting Kobe up there. I can't put Kobe up there. You're not putting. I'll put D Wade up. <laughs> I'll put D Wade. I'll put Mario Chalmers on there. It's who, crazy though. Like, that, that's, who would that like for, Oscar Robinson? That? Oscar Robertson. You know what I mean? Like, but then again, it's like who do you play against? It's tough. It's tough. Like it's you, you tough. put Hakeem, maybe the most underrated player of all time, easily. I don't know. I think Kareem definitely, LeBron and Jordan definitely. So, so it all comes down to that fourth, uh, that fourth spot, which you will argue with anybody and everybody until the end of time about yeah. who deserves that spot. So you know what? There you go, Larry Bird. <laughs> you just got that spot. You in the Mount Rushmore, the NBA. He already looks like he's on the fucking regular Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I know. He's old ass. <laughs> but um, thank you for the questions, Justin. Those are those are two good questions. Made us think a little bit. And um, that shit, that question is gonna haunt me when I'm laying in bed tonight. Yeah, I can't. I'm still. I'm still like, like does Larry Bird really belong there? No. Personally, I don't think he does. No, I. I mean, I know he doesn't. But look, you got at least three more people that deserve to be on there. So we're gonna give it to Bird. Because he's white. All right, yeah. Get get a little uh, inclusion up there. There we go. A little uh, <laughs> interracial <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> What's <a> <laughs> then you might as well just put the logo, put Jerry West on that bitch, or put Lonzo on there. Lonzo Ball. Put Lavar up there with his fucking. Yo, I might ass. take off Jordan and put Lavar. Okay. Lavar Ball, it's lit. Okay. No, so um, I did want to get into. Your favorite thing you saw this week and your least favorite thing you saw this week? Okay. I can go ahead and say right now, my favorite thing that I saw this week was... Um, obviously, we all know that uh, Coach Tony and Eric, are they're breaking up. I think uh, Tony, I think he's going to be doing like some... some he's got another job within the Heat, like a, like a coach yeah, or something. Right. Or some type of assistant. So... They're trying to find his replacement, essentially, to broadcast with Eric Reed. Right. And guess whose name popped up for Who? that? Karan Butler. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that would be really cool. I that think that'd be awesome. Cool. I would love to see Karan Butler uh, out there. I think that'd be dope. I think that'd be dope. That's an old name who... He had some really good years in Miami. Yeah, he put Dwayne Wade on. Mm-hmm. Those years with those him years. and uh, Lamar Odom and Brian Grant, all those dudes, Eddie Jones... That was that was a good time to be a Heat fan. That was a good time. And it also came out this week. Um, I'm cheating here. I got two best things I saw this week. Um, that Lori Markinen of the Chicago Bulls actually reached out 
to the White Bomba himself, Brian Scalabrini, to ask him if he could wear the legendary number 24 for Chicago. Yeah, it came out uh, that he, he had asked him that. So out of respect, that's cool as fuck. And Laurie Markin has been balling too. So, yeah, you know, that, that 24 is rubbing off on him. And uh, I think the worst thing I've seen this week, it's, it's like a, this country's delusional because I guess uh, someone had run a poll asking white Americans if they feel discrimination and 55% of them voted yes. God <laughs> damn, bro. Let me tell you something. I'm white. I have never, <laughs> I have never felt discrimination in my entire life because I'm white. I'm Jewish. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard plenty of anti-Semitic jokes and right? whatnot, like but random Hitler, just shit like that. You know, you play online on video games with people and they're talking about, you know, they, they, everyone, especially now, it seems like being a Nazi is a cool thing to do now. <laughs> And then no neo Nazi. It's like sounds cooler. Yeah, they're all a bunch of fucking bitches anyway. All these motherfuckers out here. Um, yeah, I just it. Uh, this country's delusional, and like these people are losing their fucking minds. So I think that's probably the worst thing I saw this week. I I've been trying not to talk about this motherfucker Trump on this shit. I I didn't mention him once there last goes, week. There so goes. There goes. So that's it. Right I had to there. get that Boom. off my chest. Shut up. I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> you see what this motherfucker's doing um, with these people. Best thing I've seen this week had to be the Dodgers-Astros game two. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it in, in the baseball. I'm going to keep it in the baseball. Um, if, if you guys were watching, the Jansen blew a save. The Strohs took a two-run lead. Dodgers come back, tie it up. Strohs take another lead. Dodgers tie it up again. And then the Strohs come back and, and take a two-run lead and put the staple in the game in top 11. I'm like, like, this game had you like, whoa, like, like what the, yeah, that's, it was crazy. So, um, and for it to be a World Series game, you know, that magnitude, that atmosphere, that the feeling, it was, you, you could tell the emotions were just so real throughout all the players hitting home runs or getting, you know, crucial outs. Baseball is just so passionate in the playoffs that it's right. like it's super exciting. Um, and then the worst thing I've seen as a Red Sox, even as a Red Sox fan, uh, was Joe Girardi getting fired. Basically, um, the Yankees told him that they're going to split uh, part ways with him. But the thing is, the Yankees are looking for a middleman manager. And I know Christian uh, asked me to, you know, get into. The, who the next manager, you know, candidate should be. I don't know right now. Honestly, this is fresh to me still. I don't I don't know who I don't know who's going to fill the void of a middleman manager. The Yankees need somebody that's going to listen to the front office and tell the team what's going on. They they don't they don't have a a you know, honcho manager to where he's going to do all the talking. He's going to do all the, you know, this goes there. This goes there. He's just relaying the, the message from the front office to the players. And if the players don't execute with what the front office wants, it's his ass. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this guy, you brought him in 2008, I think. He won a world. Since 2008, nobody has a better record than him than Joe Madden, I believe. 
And we all know Joe Madden. He won World Series last year. So, and he took the Tampa Bay Rays from being a horrible team to, to the playoffs back in, you know, 2008, 2009. Hmm. So, you know, you got to remember with Girardi, he dealt with a lot. He came in 2008. He had a... His... Opening day roster, who was it? I think the Yankees had Derek Jeter at the time. They had Kevin Euclid. They had Hideki Matsui. They had Eduardo Nunez, uh, Brett Gardner, uh, Melky Cabrera, maybe Bobby Abreu. You know, so they had a lineup. Then things start going south. Um, Obviously, you get to the later years, like, look at 2014. He had to deal with a declining Derek Jeter. And not even only 2014, because he retired in 2014. But for a year or two before he retired, Jeter wasn't the same player he was, you know, in the early 2000s, obviously. Right. And Jeter is the type of guy that has a lot of pride, and he's not going to let somebody tell him, you know, you're going you're gonna to hit eighth tonight. Because, you know, you're, you're declining, basically. Right. Jeter still wants to hit in his number two spot. He still wants to do the things that he was doing, you know, in his fourth year, fifth year when he was having all-star year. So he had to really, you know, smile to the media while all this is going on. And he won them a World Series in 2009. Um, he's never had a losing season. There's 162 games in the MLB, and he's never had a season under 500. That's uh, impressive. He had to deal with the whole A-Rod situation. Yeah. Getting caught with steroids and just scandal and, and, and bad negative attention. He deals with, uh, you know, all these new young players having to fill in. I remember when Didi Gregorius was like a nobody. Um, look at Aaron Judge. He, it, it's just he's turning every, everything has been, you know, progressed. And now this team is so set up for the future. And then they just kick him to the curb. So that that's gonna be that's gonna be the worst thing I saw this week. Uh, good manager. He the Marlins shouldn't have even gave up on him when when the Marlins had him back in two thousand two thousand you know seven, whatever. So that was it. Um, I think that wrapped things up for this week. I think it does. I want to say thank you again to all the listeners that stick with us week in and week out. Send questions. Um, you know, give us good feedback. Tell us to uh, you know, keep pushing or whatever the case may be. So just make sure you do follow us on Twitter at Julian Gorris, at Zone6Dan, on Instagram at Julian Gorris, and at DM Reich. And uh, like, subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave us reviews. And uh, bye, boy. <laughs> Something turned cold Some requited So you don't know How I feel Is it lust? Is it love? Is there something real? Oh, I sit back, baby I watch and I wait Welcome in Whatever is my fate
you got in store for me.